Hi, this is John Sablon, one half of To Have and To Hold Podcast, and Nicole and I are so very blessed that you decided to join us on this journey to improve your marriage, your family life, and your relationships. Now, as a disclaimer, Nicole and I are not perfect. We're not your counselors, and we don't desire to be your spiritual directors. What we do desire, though, is to lend this podcast as an opportunity for us to journey together in holiness and virtue and to share our experiences of, of marriage and family life and what we've learned, what we've encountered, so that it may bless you and your family and your relationships. Now, if you disagree, or if your experience is different, or perhaps if we say something in mistake or in error, you are free to absolutely reject it, my dear brother and sister in Christ. So we just wanted to leave that with you, and we thank you again for your your support, and most especially your prayers. So please share, like, subscribe, leave us a comment, and let us know how God is blessing you through this podcast. May God bless you and keep you always. As our spouses point out our blind spots. And so you have to be Highlight ready. them. You with have a to big be, highlighter. Yeah, you have to be ready for that. <laughs> and um, and again, it's sanctifying, you know, so there's always a greater good that comes she, out of it. Notice how she looked at me, sanctifying, the purification process. Yes, for both of us. Yes. Welcome back to another episode of To Have and To Hold. We're hoping that you are enjoying all the episodes thus far, and we ask that you continue to like, share, comment, and subscribe, and let us know what you want to hear. And I am always blessed and fortunate to be accompanied by my beautiful, beloved bride. Hey, baby. Hi. We are toasting today, grab your drink, to a great feast day, because we're mm -hmm. recording this on a feast day that's really near and dear to our heart, because we are celebrating the feast day of St. Dominic. Um, the founder of the Order of Preachers, of which we are both life-professed Third Order Dominicans. So um, if you haven't read up on the Dominican Order or about St. Dominic or great saints like St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Catherine of Siena, you're behind the curve. So um, mm -hmm. let us raise our glass and cheers to the Dominican Order and to the Feast of St. Dominic. Okay. All right. All righty. Your time to speak fire? Time to speak some fire. All right. Some truth. Uh, Veritas is the, uh, the motto of all Dominicans. So shout out to all our Dominican brothers and sisters out there who are watching to all the friars, especially the friars of the Western province of the most holy name of Jesus so that we are part of underneath their, um, their uh, jurisdiction. So we are grateful for all of our, our, our religious uh, friars and sisters that are out there. So shout out to y'all. Um, so yeah, we're going to preach some fire and we're going to talk about uh, a topic today um, of really about how do we get on and stay on the same page. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, a lot of uh, couples that we encounter in all walks of life um, tend to struggle with this, right? How do we, you know, people get married, they get together and, you know, you get two ambitious people coming together and then all of a sudden priorities and goals and uh, things start to kind of either converge or conflict with one another. So we want to spend some time talking about how we deal with that. So love, if I was to ask you, how do I get there? What would you say? Where are we going? Where are we going? 
right? Why would you ask that question, right? Where are we going? So a big part of staying on the same page and getting on the same page is really starting with the end in mind. Speaking of St. Thomas Aquinas, right? The great saint would say, start with the end in mind. That we don't know how to uh, get somewhere if we don't really know what the end destination is. I think about our you know, recent trip in 2018 when we went to five different countries. Um, just planning that logistically was a little stressful, I would be honest, but we had to figure out, well, where are we flying into? Where are we flying out of? Are we going to train, take the, the, the you know, bullet trains up to a place? Or are we going to drive up to a place? Or are we going to actually fly to that place? And so, But we need to know where we're going first. And I think that's important is we have to start with that end in mind um, so that way we're both on the same page. We're both, we both understand where we're headed mm -hmm. in life in marriage and, and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's, if, if you were to say, why is it important to, to even have this discussion? Mm -hmm. What would you say? Well, a couple of things come to mind. One of them is that, you know, in businesses, they always have a mission. Mm. And it helps everyone to feel like they're on the same page. Yeah. And so um, just like in a married couple, we should have a mission. Mm -hmm. I think it's, not only allows us to remain on the same destination, going the same direction, and not drift apart, as you mentioned, other couples mm -hmm. sometimes do. But also, it's a in terms of romance and keeping romance alive in the mm -hmm. marriage, because it's a it's an, an event in which you're you're um, focused on, and it creates some intense feelings. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, a lot of excitement, mm -hmm. because we're trying to get there. Um, so I'd say those are the some of the things that come into mind mm. in terms of a marriage and why setting goals and priorities and communicating those, being real intentional about that is important. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, Lo, because I need to think about it, right? Everybody, you know, when we talk about marriage, again, we, we recognize that the emotional aspect of love and we recognize the romance aspect of it. And we would say, that's nice. Um, but it's not the point. But I think part of this of goal setting is the fact that it, there's there's a certain adventure, mm -hmm. right, that a part to it. And I think um, we're, we're excited to have this conversation on this episode because I think that also helps with the romantic piece, right, the romance part of it. And it sure is going back to even the point you made about uh, the business side of it, like the mission, right? What is our mission? Mm -hmm. And everything we're doing, if we're going to be intentional and deliberate about it, should always align with that mission, should always move that mission forward. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like what we were talking about even on, on the spiritual walk, right? You're either going forward or sliding back. Mm -hmm. And I think when we're uh, discerning these things and we're talking about goals and priorities, that does this actually forward the mission of what we agreed to, mm -hmm. right? Help us achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. And I think it also uh, helps really unite us on that front, right? Mm -hmm. So if you think about the romance, going back to that romance piece, it's now we're both working towards a specific adventure, mm -hmm. activity, an end goal in mind. And when we goal set together mm -hmm. and we stay on the same page, it actually creates like that found that, that plan to kind of build upon. Mm -hmm. um, and there is an, I would say there's some assumptions in there that we need to talk through as well. Is like this, there's a certain level of trust um, there's got to be safety to be able to kind of go back, right? So uh, we've had real-life examples of, of recent we were talking about as we we're preparing for this. I remember um, even one where uh, had a really great opportunity, um, a couple of great opportunities actually to uh, work for some really great Catholic organizations, um, really big. It kind of aligned with both my background 
in what my studies have been and then just the mission of, I think about two particular instances of these organizations that actually have a, had a profound impact on my life mm -hmm. um, and therefore the, our marriage and our family life. And I was, you know, come to you all excited. And I was like, oh, hey, love, got, I've got these great opportunities. And I remember it was like, it's, you do so well at this, by the way. But um, with my natural temperament as being a choleric, I'm like fired up about this, like, mm, let's do this. And uh, you, the question you asked was, okay, love, so how, where does this fall into our priorities? Where does this align with our goals and our plans? And my response was like, um, well, honestly, I don't. I don't think they do, mm -hmm. right? They actually kind of detour mm -hmm. or distract us from what we agreed to. Mm -hmm. And it, it, was those, it was those moments where it's just like, I have to trust in the spousalship and you being my battle partner and us going back to that mission into that plan that we agreed upon and say, okay, yeah, you're right, it doesn't. So do we need to adapt and adjust that? Mm -hmm. Or do we just need to say, you know what, that that's nice, but it it, it kind of... Um, it takes away from what we agreed to as a couple. Mm -hmm. I like also you talked about the safety piece. So it was a safe environment in which I can ask the question. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have that trust or that safety, I can see where that's, that could be really contentious. Mm -hmm. Right? So you're, you can say, well, something like, you know, here you seem excited about it and I'm, and I'm sharing this excitement with you. It had a strong impact and it's like, well, you don't want me to be happy. Or mm. you always, um, you know, throw a wrench into my, my plans mm -hmm. or something like that. So it's important that when you come together as a couple and you create your goals, and we're going to talk about how we do that, that you do have a sense of trust with one another, um, safety, should be an opportunity to have some healthy dialogue about your goals and why you desire each and every one of them. Yeah, I mean, that's the, a great, great point to, to kind of maybe elaborate even just more if I can add to that is mm -hmm. um, because we're human and we're broken mm -hmm. and we're going to take offense, unfortunately, because we're the most vulnerable with one another. So we and, and, and I think we're always going to battle with the that the ebb and flow of just our, our marriage relationships as well as even with our children. But we could really think that our spouse, if we don't trust, is out to sabotage. Like you only we only do what you want to do. Mm. Um, or, you know, if this was the other, if the shoe was on the other foot, you'd, you'd be all about it, right? Mm -hmm. And then we start to really undermine mm -hmm. that, the, really the oneness, the unity. And I think, you know, for the couples out there, or those of you maybe discerning marriage, and, um, or maybe you're engaged or dating, it's like you have to really think through that. Because my intent would have, may have been really good. Like I said, these were, I think, about two specific cases. Great Catholic organizations, right? It, I would have been able to... Um, you talk about doing the work that you love, like I would have advanced the mission of the church. Um, they would have been really good opportunities, great. Um, and I, actually, one of them was a, a really from, a, I think, a, a place, right, that we like to go mm -hmm. and like to visit, um, especially because by the beach um, <laughs> would have been really nice. But so those things would have, it, it would have, everything sounded good. Right. But, um, and so I would have immediately feel like you're stripping me of that, Mm. happiness right and I think it's a little bit more it would point out the pride in me mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. that okay this is more about you than it is about us right mm -hmm. so I think that point that you bring out is like we have to be very careful of that we have to be cognizant of that because uh, just because it, it does sound good and ultimately it may be good in and of itself but if it takes away 
and it disturbs our peace. Mm-hmm. You know, we've mentioned that before. That's not of God. Right. And so a thing can be good. Discernment truly is only between two good things, um, but it's not necessarily always in God's plan for you to follow that just because you think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say that um, you know there are situations where it's clearly the evil one because he's trying to separate mm-hmm. and um, and instead of like you said unify he's, he's trying to divide know, divide us and so he uses those moments in our wounds and in, in order to help us do that to perhaps change the perception in, in terms of what I'm saying so in that case it could be something like well see you don't you don't will my good anyway or you're mm-hmm. always um, negative about my mm-hmm. you know my um, the things I'm trying to pursue. You're raining on my parade. Yes, yeah. yes, right. Another thing too, I think, as far as um, when you're when you're talking about those things, um, again, having those clearly having those goals in mind and having them written out that you guys did. I mean, for couples out there to to create those goals together. And one of the things that we do is we try to go on a retreat. Now, we like to do a retreat annually. Mm-hmm. Um, given the COVID, it's it's been a little more uh, challenging in order to do that. However, we still have some time set aside, just in terms of talking about our goals and where we are, mm-hmm. and having that honest conversation. And you have to be in a place where you're both willing to do this mm-hmm. because. Our spouses point out our blind spots, and so you have to be highlight ready. them. You with have a big be, highlighter. Yeah, you have to be ready for that, <laughs> and um, and again, it's sanctifying. You know, so there's always a greater good that comes she, out of it. Notice how she looked at me. Sanctifying the purification process. Yes, for both of us. Yes. <laughs> so um, some of the things we do is looking at goals, like for instance, uh, uh, spiritual goals. So what we're doing as a couple in terms of prayer life, and it starts off really small. Because John and I have been doing this for some time, obviously it's a little more perhaps intense, and that's not, I don't think, prudent for anyone to start off that in the same way. Everyone's on a, their journey, and mm-hmm. I would say wherever you are, having a discussion with your uh, spouse and to see what works for you, what's feasible for you. But I would say that at the very least, should be praying together. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, if you could do the, the rosary um, together. Mm-hmm. If you could do it separately, that's fine, but praying together, I would say, is one of the, the biggest goals mm-hmm. um, in terms of you know your, your marriage and spirituality and whether you're growing. Um, some other things to consider perhaps would be like reading spiritual books together, mm-hmm. um, obviously going to the sacraments and exercising the sacraments. Um, I mean, one of the basic things, of course, is our Sunday obligation. But if you could do more than that, um, I would encourage you to do that. But stay close to the sacraments. It's going to give us the nourishment and all that we need, again, to, to really keep our union together and to flourish and bear fruit. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would say to kind of add to that, because I think you brought up a good point on knowing where we are, uh, both individually as in a couple. And so just to speak to that for a second... Meaning, you know, if you maybe you caught the fire and you're like a new convert to the faith and um, or, you know, you're a revert and you're like, boom, I'm ready to do this. Um, but you've never prayed before in your life. Right. Like you're like, man, just getting back to Sunday mass is, is a challenge. Right. OK, that's cool. That's a starting point. So what Nicole is sharing is like, well, now you're not all of a sudden say, well, I'm going to fast 
you know, three times a week. And I'm going to pray 15 million rosaries during the week and spend four hours in silence every day. And, you know, those, those are unrealistic. And quite honestly, your soul, your mind has to be disposed to be able to even take that on. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to grow in the faith naturally. It's, um, you know, like it's it's like you want to sign up to run a marathon. Right. right. You're not going to go and just you've never ran in your entire life. You couldn't even walk a mile right now. Right. But you're going to go and sign up for it. And in two weeks, you're going to you're just going to go after it. Mm-hmm. No, you have to prepare. You have to train. You have to you have to uh, change the whole regimen. You have to discipline yourself in order to be able to do that. So I, I think now it doesn't excuse us. And I think I just want to point that out for those of you who may see it as a, you know, get out of jail free pass or where it doesn't excuse us. Say, well, I'm not there yet. So therefore, I won't. I'll just kind of yeah about it right? right i think that's the point why we would want to do a retreat and want to set these goals to say okay where are we today mm-hmm. and where do we want to be mm-hmm. so in that there's individual prayer what do i need to grow in my own spirituality because i think we we can't give what we don't have mm-hmm. so in, as individuals we need to be able to do that where do we want to grow as a couple mm-hmm. um you know we're fortunate that we're both uh, third order Dominicans, but imagine if we weren't, mm-hmm. right? If one of us wasn't, so there's a specific rule that we live, and that in, that implies that we're doing the liturgy, the hours, a certain point in time. We have a daily devotion to um, the rosary. We have certain days that we fast on. Certain um, we're fasting every Friday and abstaining on on Fridays. Um, we have a daily devotion to our, you know the Divine Mercy Chaplet. There's these different things that we live now. So if one if we weren't both third order Dominicans, we'd have to talk through that. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, now we, we have to add on or figure out, okay, well, is that enough? What, what spiritual reading are we doing? You know, we've recent take, recently taken on more of scripture, mm-hmm. right? So even though we read daily scripture because we go through daily mass, we, we read the liturgy of the hours or daily scripture, now we meant cracking open the Bible and actually going through commentary and learning more about the word um, so that we can be edified in that way in our faith. Mm-hmm. So that would be a, a, an example there. Um, mm-hmm. And I would say... Also adding on like the rosary, like praying the rosary together. And then for those of us who have families, praying the rosary with your family. Mm-hmm. Right? I think um, for those of you who watch the other podcasts, like A Priest, Prophet, King with my two sons, with our two sons, um, we've spoken about that, right? Like they would say, like, yeah, Dad, when you asked us to do it, it was a little bit rough, but I'm glad you asked us to do it. Mm-hmm. So don't feel like um, just because it's a goal and people are fighting against that goal, mm-hmm. um, that all of a sudden it excuses you because you don't want to have that uh, contention or heartache in your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's very important, I think, as a as a male, as the husband mm-hmm. and father, to lead mm-hmm. in prayer. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, and we maybe we have to do something on a separate. But you know, for us as men, we are the spiritual heads of the home. We have a specific authority given to us by God, um, and we think about the fourth commandment of the authority, at both as parents, but specifically as head of the home. Go to Ephesians five, um, and you'll know about that. We have. An obligation, a responsibility, and therefore affect and influence on our home, and the protection, the divine protection of our wife and our children. So, this is a key part. It's why we started off with spirituality first. That should be your first conversation when we talk about the retreat. Okay, when we talk about goal setting, what does it matter about finances or any other professional goals if you're not rooted in Christ? We talked about this being a sacrament, and therefore we have to find ourselves uh, in in lock and step with Holy Mother Church and with what God has in store for us and plan for us in both our roles as husband, wives, fathers, and mothers. Mm-hmm. And the other one would be, you know, personal, professional goals <clears throat> that we've had. So we, we talk about those and make sure that they're aligned with, um, again, our, our spirituality doesn't detour from that. So um, mm-hmm. we have conversations about that as well. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think about uh, we just had a recent conversation where, um, you know, we've had some discussions with we talked about Nicole passing her licensure and, and all of that. And, um, you know, as we try to discern, OK, what does that really mean in our lives? You know, we have the world of blaze postulate. We have our own day jobs, things of that nature. And so I had a, um, you know, just a career discussion with Nicole about saying, well, hey, you know, this kind of popped into my head in a, in a discussion um, as it relates to my day job, my work. And uh, we just kind of worked it out, you know, it was like I was thinking about this. I had her in mind with that and our family life. And we just kind of said, nah, you know, really, let's this is kind of where we are. And um, not sure if that's really the plan. Mm-hmm. We'll keep it in prayer. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that was really good to be able to, to kind of have that discussion and dialogue and kind of work through that. Yeah, with this particular situation, had I gone along with it, even though it would be incongruent with what we had our goals that we had set. And these are things that are modified every year. So in terms of growth, you know, it's sort of, we ask the question, where do I see myself in a year with regard to these particular yeah, areas? that's right. So yeah. in this case, this would have deviated from our original goal, but it would have benefited me <laughs> greatly. True, that's very true. Yeah, so the to put that into context, right, it would have allowed, it would have just benefited Nicole more than it would have benefited me. It would have put probably a, a little bit of a, uh, of a stress on me, I would say, just from the overall entirely, entirely yeah, yeah. what I would have taken on. Um, but so my focus was on saying, well, hey, baby, I'm thinking about this really to kind of take care of something for you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wow, that would be nice. But I don't, yeah, the juice isn't worth the squeeze in that sense, right? Well, the other thing is, <clears throat> is that I, I recognize that although it would have benefited me greatly, it's actually incongruent with our spiritual goals. Mm-hmm. And and we can't do that. So mm-hmm. I knew that obviously it was a it was a bad choice. Mm-hmm. And so um, anyway, you see, see the that, importance yeah. of if you know creating these goals. Mm-hmm. Well, and how easy it is to if we're not having this discussion and we're not constantly pointing each other back, how easy it can just you can just fall into the whole pleasure principle, right? About oh, wow, this is really this is really benefit me. Cool. And my husband's all about it. So let's do it. That's not really the way where we should approach it. That's why we have to have these discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think checking in there um, and, you know, personally and professionally. So if one of you, you know, all of a sudden wants to start a business or something or, you know, and all of a sudden go, wait a minute, we, we never talked about that. Well, I think, you know, I, I saw a couple of posts. Uh, <laughs> these people are making a lot of money. You know, I mean, trust me, we've all been there, right? Like I saw this ad come across and while I was scrolling and, you know, we can make millions and we don't have to do anything. And, you know, I've just got to you know, take a second against our mortgage or, you know, draw from my 401k. You're probably going to have that, that conversation, mm-hmm. but those are why we have the, the goal setting piece. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I would say to add to what we also, so again, let me, let me start back up a little bit. You talked about this being kind of a year to year, right? So we, we're always looking back to see, we assess and evaluate, well, did we meet our goals? Right. You know, and then what, what did, and if we didn't, why not? Mm-hmm. And then how do we make, how do we adjust and adapt there? But one of the things I think is important as part of this planning is also our marriage. Mm-hmm. It's a goal for our marriage. We've been married 25 years, so we're just kind of sitting pretty. No, you, good marriages continuously work mm-hmm. and, and take an honest look and say, well, did we do the dates that we said we were going to do? Did we go on our dates? Mm-hmm. Um, and if that answer is like, no, we didn't, well, why not? Mm-hmm. What, what got in the way of that? Mm-hmm. You know, where do, we, where do we see ourselves going, going, going as a couple? And it's dreaming. We talked about dreaming in, in uh, previous episodes, and that's something that we both love doing. But it's having that discussion about our marriage, not just 
the material side of that, but like the spiritual side of it, the emotional side, the mental side. How do we spend more time together? How do we um, go on more dates together? How do we, uh, maybe we need to rid our life of something that is preventing us from spending the time that we desire to spend with one another. Mm-hmm. Now, that also means that, you know, you're not just inserting things in there to not spend time with each other. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so sometimes people tend to say, oh, well, yeah, you go off and do your little hobby thing and, you know, you didn't have enough hobbies this year because I saw you a lot. That's not the kind of goal you would want. I mean, maybe you have it, but, you know, mm-hmm. you need to get more hobbies. <laughs> You're in the house a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to see your face that much. Mm-hmm. That's not a real goal, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just saying. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another goal, oh, I don't know if you had anything to add on that. Level. Well, it's just that... Yes, those those are goals, but the nice thing about um, our nightly examine mm-hmm. that we've talked about in the previous <clears throat> episode is a, really a way to gauge how we're doing. So that's almost a daily progress mm-hmm. check, right? So how how are we doing with that? If we did set a goal in terms of, like you said, dates. Yeah. Um, I think about love language because it, for me, it's you know it's about quality time. So do we spend quality time? So every evening when you have when you ask the question, what can I do better for you? It's really an invitation to say, well, I like to spend some more quality time with right. one another. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to do the examine with you, so we can kind of in terms of our marriage goals, we can kind of check progress every day. Mm-hmm. Well, I, one of the things that just popped in my head too is I think our, you know, um, it's a little bit different now um, with the whole Rona thing going on right now, but when it, it take us outside of this uh, COVID situation, but you know, we're daily mask goers. Mm-hmm. And so we really, we had to start really saying, well, no, if we're going to make a day, this is something we need. We need the spiritual nourishment mm-hmm. um, as individuals, but definitely as a couple in order for us to in order to be sustained to do all the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So we had to start to really safeguard and protect that mm-hmm. and say, well, we're actually not going to, um, you know, unless there's obviously, there's, there'll be exceptions, but the exception shouldn't be the rule. We need to not schedule things and not plan for things that would take away from our ability to go to daily mass, right. for instance, right? right? And I think that's a part of this goal setting is saying, well, no, spiritually and for our marriage, we're making a commitment. Now we're at a different season than some people, right? So, but that's a discussion we've had. Mm-hmm. Now we need to say, and I need you to protect me from that because mm-hmm. there's going to be times that, um, again, assuming that it uh, it's it's not avoidable, you know, because some things you can't necessarily. But I think we also put that as part of our goal mm-hmm. uh, planning, right? Is to be able to safeguard that time or safeguard that goal mm-hmm. because other things will happen. We're not going to say life doesn't happen. Life happens. Mm-hmm. But are we, we always kind of have to go back to that goal. Well, up, this affects it. Is that just a one-time deal? Mm-hmm. Or is that like, do we have to readdress the plan because now this is all of a sudden introduced into our life and we have to kind of, you know, adapt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, you'll get some really good opportunities, <laughs> but they come in and they interfere with perhaps a spiritual goal. So like you said, uh, and that actually did occur mm-hmm. where there was an opportunity, but it, uh, if I if I took that opportunity, then I would miss daily mass not just one time but every thursday yeah. and so i knew it was very clear to me that that wasn't something that i could participate in mm-hmm. so it's it's those types of things and that's why i think goal setting and communicating with your spouse about that is so important because you know when you get those good opportunities and you're flooded with you know some strong positive emotions perhaps you're not thinking clearly and so it, it takes your spouse to kind of Again, yeah, point them out, right? Mm-hmm. Point them out and, and to just remind us of those. One of the things I would say also with goal setting um, that 
I think is key is finances, mm-hmm. right? Because we know in marriages, you know, you hear like some of the top reasons why people end up getting divorced, right? Or separated, whatever, is because of their financial situation. And I think this is, and it can be a pretty intense, stressful, contentious topic. And that should be part of that planning, right? So if you, as you can see, as we start to talk about how we live marriage, yeah. right? That we don't just avoid all the, you know, like, oh, just pray together a lot, right? I mean, we realize that you have to talk about finances. Where does this uh, align with our financial goals? Mm-hmm. What are our goals? Do we mm-hmm. want to get a home, right? Um, or do we need to pay off debt? And those types of things where we don't, you know, maybe one of us spends more than the other, right? We have a, a, a that healthy dialogue in ours. Like, I have a, a tendency to want to just give my wife and my kids everything. Mm-hmm. That's a natural tendency for me. I don't want them. We, we both come from nothing. And so it's just like that's my natural temptation is to say, if you want it, we'll get it. Mm-hmm. Also, in terms of temperament, I think that for um, choleric slash sanguine, it's about good feelings. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to say no because and then obviously automatically we, we instill some, some negative feelings. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that the different temperaments, I had to actually share with John, it's okay to say no. Yeah, which was super empowering, right? Because you don't realize, as you just pointed out, right? It's that certain things feel good and your, your spouse will highlight it. But her empowering and enabling me to be able to do that because I didn't, you know, I'm not, you know, consciously thinking that this is my temperament at, at work. Um, I, I, in retrospect, I can see it, right? And I reflect on it, but it's just like, oh, now I can be able to say no. And she's allowed me to be able to say, yeah, no, we can't do that, mm-hmm. right? We have these goals and I'm trying to save for this or, you know, and, and we're, or whoever is responsible for that in the relationship or the marriage. But that's the part of why this dialogue and this um, goal, plan, goal planning and setting and checking in is such, so key. Mm-hmm. And be able to even work through some of those things, but finances are important. So you need to you need to make that as a part of your, your annual retreat or quarterly retreat, whatever you want to do, is to be able to talk through that. Where do you want to be? Do we want to pay this house off? Do we want to pay our debt off? Hey, we want to minimize. You know, we've we've accumulated some credit card debt. That's just not good. You know, those of you out there probably familiar with Dave Ramsey and the different ways. You know, are we living our life? Are we stewarding our gifts according to the biblical understanding of that? Mm-hmm. Right, and that's going to take a lot of dialogue. Maybe some classes, maybe some formation, but a lot of discussion and agreement upon one another so that we can always point back and say, hey, that takes us away from this goal. Mm-hmm. So now we said we were going to buy a home in, in five years. If you want to go do this boat thing, dude, right, go ahead and make that 10 years now, right? Um, and you just need to be able to, to kind of talk through that as part of the planning. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, or one of the things we do talk about, I think, and I think people should consider adding this would be just relationships in general mm. familiar relationships friends mm-hmm. um, you know and that means current ones that you have maybe ones you want to seek out you know as you grow in your spiritual life you, you highlights pretty much where you are with people right all of a sudden people stop calling you because they know you're about Jesus <laughs> right I mean I've had that plenty of times like why are we not getting invited to those parties anymore because you're about Jesus mm-hmm. and you convict them of the life that they live or don't live um, so that being said it's like kind of taking a look at what are the healthy relationships in your life what are the things that are life giving and what are the things that are detrimental to potentially your marriage and your, and your children so you need to re- take a look at those relationships you know are you spending a lot of time with the boys with the gals and the, you know this is again has to be a healthy place because that's never good when you're spending most of your time outside of the marriage and family mm. but I think it's a good thing to, to goal plan you know what are what are our relationships look like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. outside of the of this relationship mm-hmm. and 
Um, or do we need to seek certain mentors? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that's as you grow in life too, right? Are there people that you can't always just be pulling people along? Mm-hmm. Um, you yourself need to be spiritually fed and spiritually led. So finding somebody who may be ahead uh, in life, in their season, in their faith, in their marriage, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. is critical to you growing as well. Mm-hmm. Anything, yeah. anything to add on that one? I think that was great. Okay. Um, so what else? I think we went through personal, there's professional, there's relationships. Oh, I was, yeah, I guess children, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. if, if God blesses you with children, uh, are you goal setting with your children? How are your relationships with each one of your children? Mm-hmm. Um, both as mother and as father. Um, and we're assessing and evaluating. You know, maybe you didn't spend enough time with one or the other, or maybe you didn't spend time with any of them, or mm-hmm. maybe you didn't have you know, father-daughter dates or father-son dates or vice versa. What are the goals, mm-hmm. you know? Especially as they start to, you know, you only have them for so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, they're always your kids, but still they're, they're going to move on in life. So are you goal-setting around your children? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, I guess, being intentional about creating some time for them, mm-hmm. right? To have quality time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or leading them in life, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you start to get in these seasons where... Um, you talk about schooling or, you know, homeschool versus not homeschool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, uh, when are you going to give them a, a device, right? Which you need to really consider that, um, delaying that or, you know, involved with their friends and involved in sports and things of that nature. How much extracurricular is too extra? Right, right. And no matter what your season is, I mean, it's even if the kids in, in, are at the home, you should allocate time to guide them because they always need that. That's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. great, great point. Because just because ours, I mean, all our children are adults, doesn't mean we would stop playing. Oh, we're not paying for no more anymore. <laughs> no more goal setting for you. Sorry, Bria. Just kidding. Um, no, you have to still talk about that. What's a relationship like? Again, assess, evaluate, adapt, adjust. What do you, now that they're a dis- different season, that means that there's different needs and different expectations and, mm-hmm. and, um, different things that will be applicable now that weren't there before. Mm-hmm. So I think you need to include that in your planning. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just think of it as goals, material, financial. Um, there's so much more to it when we think about marriage and family life that are that are critical to this discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so for families that are in, maybe have some new transitions going on in their life, I remember for me, the, the my youngest going into kindergarten, that was a, you know, a oh, big yeah. transition for me. It was an emotional one. And then, of course, my first child went on to college. That was hard. Um, and then also when she got married. And so, um, you know, they just rest assured that they are going to need you, that you're going to continue to guide, but your relationship will look different. Mm-hmm. And so in terms of just ensuring that you continue to remain, you know, that closeness, keep safeguard that closeness in your relationship is having conversations with them in terms of how does this look. Um, we don't want to be overbearing and um, by any means, but we want to encourage them and flourish, help them to flourish and be the, you know, who God designed them to be. Yeah, and I think one of those things I just thought think about, you know, as you referred to like Bria leaving to college, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize as a as a father, because for fathers and mothers it's different, um, the effect and the impact that it have on you, mm-hmm. right? So part of this discussion and planning would be like, all right, we're approaching that first. We know some friends that are going through this now where you're, this is your first kid going off to college, just like your last kid going out and leaving the house. Well, what is it that we're going to need? How do we adjust, mm-hmm. right? What are our goals around that? Well, how are we going to kind of deal with the mourning and the grieving of that loss, really, 
um, in your home or in your heart. And so that looks different for you both, but it's being able to have this place to be able to, to discuss that mm -hmm. and put a plan in place to be able to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, and just um, allowing the woman to communicate in terms of what she needs. And I'd say that if you're, um, if your wife has difficulty expressing what she needs, I'd say, just listen. <laughs> I, I mean, really, that's, that's what helped me, is just listen as I'm processing my feelings. And it was new, and sometimes I didn't have the words to really um, name what was going on. But um, as I was trying to figure it out, I just needed somebody just to kind of listen and support in terms of just perhaps giving me a hug or giving the tissue or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, but not trying to fix it. Yeah, which I had a problem with for a little bit. Moving on, that's a different episode. Yes. <laughs> so um, again, uh, hopefully those are some tips that would work for you. Uh, don't get caught up so much. You know, we like to we, we tend to be like to be by the beach. So if we can take a, a weekend trip, and um, you know more than just once a year, that's awesome. But don't let the Th that part of it or the financial part of it, you know, maybe you just talk to you, uh, your in-laws and say, hey, can you watch the kids for this weekend? We're just going to do a staycation at home, but we're going to go through this exercise. We're going to, we're going to go through, we're going to, we're going to get out a whiteboard. We're going to get out a notepad. We're going to bring prayer into that moment. I think that's the other part too, is bringing prayer into that retreat and that reflection of, of really asking God to guide you. Don't just make it on your own accord. Right. Right. But asking God, Lord, what do you want for us during exactly. this time, during this upcoming year with our finances, with our spirituality, with our marriage, with our relationships, with our children, with all the many blessings that you've given us? What do you want to do with mm -hmm. this? So that way you're disposed and docile and able to hear what God wants you to do in those mm -hmm. moments for that upcoming year. Right. And after all, he's going to bring your marriage and your family life to great fulfillment. He knows what's best, better than we do um, for our lives. So yeah, listening to him. Listening I'm, glad, to that, him. I'm yeah. glad that you brought that up. Yeah, I think that's a key, that's a key thing. So Absolutely. We know we're, hopefully this was helpful to y'all and it's something that you can really take um, and put into practice. That way you can get on the same page and to stay on the same page. And so we are grateful for you joining us again on another episode. We ask that you continue to like, comment, subscribe, share with all those that you think may benefit from this as Nicole and I try to offer up some wisdom uh, in our, our short but lived life um, in marriage, relationships, and faith and all everything in between. So we just want to again wish all of our fellow Dominicans out there, any of those that are Thomas that are uh, you know, of the Aquinas mindset, um, a very happy feast day of St. Dominic. We hope that you are all st staying uh, healthy and safe out there during this crazy time and continue to hold us up in prayer and we'll do the same for you. So God bless you and keep you always. <laughs>